Greetings, y'all. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Welcome to Karen Hope's 15 minutes of solid inspiration. This here is the podcast where hope grows inspiration and we give God all the glory for all his provisions. He is where all our help comes from. It's also where we just talk a little bit about a little bit about everyday life, you know, what we do as everyday regular people. You know, the people that don't <laughs> they don't I don't know, try to be perfect. And some of us don't try to be perfect. And uh, yeah, that's what I like to talk about. And all our imperfectness, I like to talk about how life can seem and even be perfect. It's all about how we think about it. It's all about how we treat it. All of these things that God gives us, these gifts, these talents, these people, situations, conditions, places, they're given to us. You know, life is about how we treat them, right? They're all blessings. How do we treat our blessings? <clears throat> well, we're not going to talk about that per se today. Like, how do we treat our blessings? Like, that's not the topic of this podcast episode today. But what I'm going to talk about is what I wrote about um, on the Facebook blog. And I made a decision two or three weeks ago to inspirational blog that is on Facebook um, what I will be doing is speaking it here on this platform here on the um, Spotify platform and uh, it'll cut down my screen time to keep my eyes healthy and you know it just really reiterates and solidifies um, what I'm trying to say for the day it helps me And in turn, I hope that it encourages you. So this is, you know, that's what we're down here for, to encourage each other, to help each other get through our life and to complete our divinely assigned jobs down here. Sounds kind of weird to say it like that, down here, but that's what it is. Let me go ahead and move forward. Um, it has been a couple of days since I've done a, um, <clears throat> excuse me, podcast episode. Um, but sometimes it's just like that. I have a lot of mommy duties to take care of. And um, sometimes we have, like the last couple of days, we've had a flute to be repaired. It took some going around. And we've had some things to go out and get for the girls and monthly um, things to get for the house. So last few days, I've been extra busy out there in them streets. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's hard out there in them streets, right? <laughs> Gotta get stuff done. So that's what I've been doing. But we're back here today to talk about this, y'all. Um, I wrote a note down. My kids had a, a slumber party last night. <clears throat> they had my big girl had her friend and my little girl, my big little and my medium little now had her friend over. And so, oh, at one, they all love Peppa Pig. So, well, let's just go back to what I was going to say. Let me just, I'm jumping ahead of myself. 
I wrote a note down last week. I was having dinner and I was in the middle of a conversation with someone and I did not want to talk about what I was saying because they were in the middle of their conversation. I didn't want to take away from it. So I wrote down a quick note on a napkin and then I stuck it between two books that are on my bar. So I wouldn't throw it away or I wouldn't forget. And guess what I did? I forgot it because I was going to actually, I was like, oh, this is pretty good. I'll just build this, this thought up and make the blog tomorrow. Well, I thought of something else and it was never the blog. It just stayed there between those two books on the bar. So, you know, and right now I want to say the struggle, but it's not a struggle because God provides. <laughs> That's not a struggle. How these words just come. Anyway, um, I remembered about the note, like when it just kind of, you know, came from between the books at the floor. Didn't really notice what it was then. And so I was like, oh yeah, it's a note. Put it there on the bar, you know, I did, you know, finished putting up the projector. That's what I was arranging the bar for. To watch Peppa Pig, y'all. Peppa Pig was 11 feet tall up to the ceiling. Hello, mom, dad. You know, for a ridiculous amount of hours on 100% volume. And do y'all remember the baby shark? Do, 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 do. Remember that? Well, it had that kind of feel. And I wanted to run for the hills. But I had my children here and somebody else's children here. And it was a mother's patience. <laughs> that kept me from running and screaming, running for the hills. <laughs> Golly, man. God, are you kidding me? <laughs> Y'all, excuse me. I'm having a little problem with my asthma this morning. We're going to get through this. But yes, um, yeah, that's what happened. Anyway, I got the note and, um, you know, and decided to go ahead and build today's blog on that note that I planned on doing last week. It may have been two weeks ago now that I think about it. Excuse me. It's water this morning, not coffee. Give me just a second. <laughs> yeah, so, um, excuse me. Yeah, well, let's just get, let's get to this note. Okay. The note is the whole point of this uh, podcast today. We'll get away from all that scenery. And sometimes it's just good to have the scenery, too. I have such a little happy house. A little, it's always full of giggles and just sweetness. Living with these little girls. I say, you know, they say, Karen, nobody always say living with the little girls. They're living with you. No, I'm living with them. <laughs> That's for sure. Oh, sweet babies. Anyway, the note. This is what I wrote on the note. Never, never argue. <laughs> Should mention. Uh, yeah, it was a very big napkin. <laughs> but more importantly, y'all, it was a big, it was a big idea. It was a big feeling that I had at the time. And I couldn't express it verbally, but I had to write it down. And, um, you know, and the thought was, you know, it's just never, it's just never a good enough reason to, for anyone to argue or be subjected to anyone's attempt to work too hard at a conversation, <laughs> at communicating. Never. When we say God is good, y'all, we say he's good because he is, period. God gives us free will and a privilege called logic, you know, to make better choices, to make the better choice, right? And to tell ourselves why he is good. Why is God good? We use our logic for that and why we should be trusting his plan um, right now, 
with who we are right now without an argument. That is what our logic is for. And there's, you know, there's confidence and certainty that we get from from God's presence and all our thoughts, you know, about his plan, especially the ones that are prone to lead us. Like we have to use him and our thoughts, those thoughts that will, if he's not there, if he's not there in that thought, will more than likely lead us to a an argument. We need to avoid those. You know, it takes trusting God to decline any situation, person, thing, or condition that will probably eventually lead us to an argument. One moment, y'all. Why is this? Well, there will always be a consequence. You know that. We know that. And going back to that hunch I uh, mentioned in the beginning of this podcast of, of our little speech here. Um, a hunch is always valid now, y'all. Don't I'm not brushing it off. Discernment is a beautiful gift. It's a God-given gift. And he gives it to us, you know. He gives it to everyone. Some people think that they only have discernment because they do what they do and they are who they are. Discernment is for everyone. What we need to do is learn to recognize it when it's when it's for us. The Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. God. He's, he's working for everybody. We just have to recognize it. We have to be... A, appreciate him for it. We have to be grateful for it. We have to give him praise for it. But he is working. Oh, indeed. And thinking differently doesn't support our logic, you know, the our logic that God gifted us to make better choices for a peaceful spirit. That's what he wants us to have. Arguing about anything should never be an option. I find that to be a huge weight off my shoulders when it comes to communicating effectively with people. And don't you, I expect for you, I would think that you would too, is what I'm saying. Not expect, that was the wrong word to say. Puts pressure on you, puts pressure on me to believe you'll do it too, or anyone. Not you in general, but I'm talking about me too. We're talking about in general, people in general, as a collective, you know? I'm not pointing fingers in this um, in this podcast, nor or are we going to come from a, a victim mindset either? It's a it's a pretty fragile balance, but we're going to work it out together for sure. And um, now now this is what we need to do. We need to be. And when I say this communication, these conversations that we're having, when I say effectively and effectively, these effective communications. These effective conversations, I specifically mean peaceful conversations, you know, clearly and honestly communicated conversations. If we can't do that just yet or at all, then, you know, silence is better, is the better option. That's where the logic comes in. Hey, be smart. Just be quiet. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Excuse me. If we need to be assertive, be assertive. Now, that's one thing. Don't be a mouse. A lot of people think because I'm, you know, gentle in my conversation that maybe they can run over me and they find out after a while and a few trials and a lot of errors, I can say that 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 is not the point. That is not close to what is happening. Very assertive, but I'm not aggressive. There's no need to be because standing our ground and having our own back is critical. But being aggressive is never necessarily necessary, excuse me, especially if we are intentionally 
surrounding ourselves with people who are doing the same thing, and that is refusing arguments, you know, and welcoming no-nonsense conversation only. Y'all, it takes God to be in the mix for that. I'm not talking about you need to be walking around with people that have their yielding their Bible, brandishing their Bible everywhere they go. You don't need your Bible everywhere you go when the word of God is in your heart and you speak it and you don't even have to be spitting out Bible verses all the time. I do suggest you tell somebody their word up and study, but the way that we talk, the way that we, we present ourselves is enough. Just like grace and mercy is efficient, sufficient, efficient. Which one is it? I don't want to say it wrong. But, you know, incorrectly, but maybe it's both. And in this situation also, we don't need to know all those. Don't beat yourself up if you don't know not a nary verse in the Bible by memory. But when you read it and you feel it, it goes into your heart and becomes part of your heart. And then when it becomes part of your heart, it becomes part of your thoughts. If it becomes part of your thoughts, it becomes part of your actions. And then you and then you are. Do you know what I mean? That's just fine too. Don't beat yourself up for not knowing a verse. Just be a verse. God will help you do that. And when you listen to him, he'll help you be a verse. So, um, for the sake of visualization right now, because I love it for myself, I'm just going to mention what my heart feels I should say right now. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to wrap up this podcast today to be... We're going to try to do 20 minutes, okay? So um, if a conversation has played over and over again in your head, in our heads, y'all, before we speak to that person that we're thinking about, and we see ourselves arguing, arguing over and over again, instead of, like, resolving the problem, let's face it, it's in our mind only. It is in our mind, right? So why in the world are we arguing in our own mind? Like, ask yourself that question. No one is there. No one can be there or will be there except God. They don't even know we're thinking about them. They don't know we're having a conversation. Do you know? And sometimes we approach people in such a way like they, like, we've been thinking about them so much. It's almost like they know what we're, but we don't have a clue. They don't have a clue. And like, if we really get ourselves together, like, God, they don't even know what I'm feeling right now. I haven't told them anything, but I'm arguing. It's so hard for me to say that word. Like they know what I'm coming with them about, to them about. It happens that way. It's human nature. I I catch myself doing that with my kids a lot. I'll think about something before they get home. Maybe I've been in their room and I don't like what I see or something. I'm going back and forth in my mind about the conversation I know they're going to have because they know they're going to have an excuse for me. And my attitude is already reflecting what I know that what they're going to say. And sometimes they'll hit me with a mom, I'm sorry. And that's it. No excuse. And they'll, and they'll do whatever they need to do. And I'll have to check myself. Like, golly. They needed, they, you know, all I needed to do was, hey, I was already with an attitude. That's what all, all I'm trying to say. We all do it. We all do it. But, um, yeah, it's just us there in our mind. So why are we arguing? Why are we doing that? So this is the thing. Uh, 
isn't that the perfect opportunity to to kind of work a potential problem out differently in our minds first, like to, to work it out where it's not a problem, practice it not being a problem, right? And we see ourselves making a better choice. We have to see it to achieve it, right? Well, I'm sure if you've given somebody excellent that ex, um, excellent advice before, you've said exactly that. You have to see it to be it. You have to see it to achieve it. Well, the same thing goes with these arguments in our head. Yeah. We should be coming to the conclusion in our head that it's not an argument. But if we're going back and forth in our head as an argument, you know what that means? It means that we're probably the one that, that likes to argue a whole lot. We like to argue and a whole lot. Surprise! It's me. It's not me. But that's what we can tell ourselves. Oh, this arguing spirit is me. Sometimes it's a big blow. But that's what it is. So, and it, it becomes a big blow when we say, you know, when we say to ourselves, why am I arguing? And then we can't answer it. We can't answer it to ourselves and we can't answer God like God why are we why am I arguing and we can't answer it we don't have an answer we don't get an answer because there isn't one there's no need so combativeness and arguing like these are you know things that we need to pray about no we it's two more things we need to pray about <laughs> there's so many things that we truly need to pray about. Like we can never say that we have nothing to pray about. As long as we're living and breathing, everything we do, we feel, we hear, we desire, something is it's something to pray about. And I believe being able to effectively communicate is just one of those things God holds us highly accountable to pray about as well. Thank God we have plenty of reminders in his word to speak gently and and kindly to each other and lovingly to each other, right? Especially to ourselves. Really, really, we need to do that first. That self-talk is so serious. If we, you know, if we don't have anything nice to say to ourselves or another, y'all, we need to zip it. I mean, zip it. You hear that explanation? Explanation points. Exclamation points. <laughs> I said that like my, like my children with exclamation points. We need to zip it. You know, and we need to ask God to help us with that. And keep it zipped until he does, period. We have to keep our communication good and getting back on track from, you know, we need to keep it free of arguments. Why work that hard to have communication when uh, we can transmute that bad energy into convincing ourselves we are worthy of some beautiful conversation when we don't have to work so hard at it, you know, just to be, just to be peaceful, right? But we don't need that. We need to be where we don't have to work so hard at just being and peacefully. I'm not sure who else needs to hear that other than me, but um, not having to work so hard at conversation sounds ideal. <clears throat> it sounds nice too, because we don't have to work so hard to have a conversation. We can just be, you know, like, you know, when people say, let it, let it be, let it be and let God Right. And that's what he's doing. He's talking for us. And if I may be of some of some encouragement right now. OK. When we let God do the talking for us, what I'm saying when it's gentle, God will never be 
If there's wrath, let him do it. He does that all on his own. He does not need us for that. I'm trying to tell you right now, try to do God's work if you want to. If something needs to be fixed, then God will fix it. And it, and it could be horrible if he wants it to be. And it could be just like a little slap on the wrist if he wants it to be. All wrath needs to be done by God. All arguing, all that combativeness, all of that, because it's God. He is everything. You think he's God and fluffy and, oh, he's going to pat you on your head like that? No. I mean, like, uh, no. That's all. Seriously. So, when we let God do our speaking, there will only be one result, right? God's will be done. Because it is the only um, thing that will lead to having good, free, and effective communication and healthy conversations, right? So let the healthy, loving, and long-lasting bonds begin. There's no argument from me there, okay? God bless you and yours, y'all. We'll talk to you later.